Aloha, Kehlani. Aloha, sunshine. Aloha, starshine. Aloha, sunshine. Aloha, listeners. Oh, aloha, listeners. <laughs> listeners, she almost forgot you. I did not. I was just being temperamental. Aloha, did welcome you, to the Zen Tiki Lounge, the Tiki Bar. Did you the energy in her voice? Yes. That, it was a little subdued. It is. The Tiki Bar that lives in your head. We have some music there for you, and uh, we're listening to Tiki Joe's Orchestra. This Tiki week, at Joe. least, the first two songs are, T- I'm sorry, Tiki Joe's Ocean. I always do that. It's Tiki Joe's Ocean. And the first two songs are Hawaii Blue and then Mai Tai Mambo. Mai tai I'm really Mambo. liking the Mai Tai Mambo, but right now it's Hawaii Blue. And then and then we'll just throw in some other random exotica after that. But I wanted to say that I'm very pleased with the uh, Tiki Joe's Ocean album. I'll show you, ladies. Here's the album. Isn't it pretty? It is beautiful. Oh, nice. It reminds me of a Red Hot Chili Peppers cover reminds of me some of, years back. It reminds me of Billy Ocean. Billy Ocean? Billy really? Just because it has the word ocean in it? Car? Yeah. Oh, okay. So the, the name get of the album is Under life, the Get Midnight. Into My Car. What is the what Under is the Midnight go? Sun. You, no, you have it right. Get yeah. Out of My Life, Get Into My Car. Get whatever. Get Out of My Car, Get Into My Life? Whatever. I don't, no, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Get out, I, I'm not sure. So, um, well, we have a drink in the lounge always and it's getting well it's okay it's not close to halloween but close enough it's, it's close, close enough, enough. so i have to step for us step it's close behind enough behind the bar yeah and i have to make this for you ladies okay. so i'm gonna turn the microphone over here don't get feedback <laughs> it's gonna be okay uh so um this this drink uh, it, it's going to be black, and that's the point. Oh, and you know I like it. So I'm, I'm playing with a couple of different things here, and I what I want to come up with is a punch that is. Like Are you playing midnight, with the mail sack? Back midnight there? black. We're going to do the mail sack, but not yet. So I have some stuff in a shaker. I'm not going to say what yet. And then uh, we're going to. I'm kind of just doing this as two large shooters for us. I've got two versions of this today. Why is this? Here's the first one. Your little peaky asses are staring at me. Well, yeah, They're because two little asses. I like the uh, our neighbors, no, our like neighbors gave too. us those little uh, Kevin Kidney uh, limited edition um, cheeky shot glasses. They're I very, like the them. colors are very nice. I'm just their butts are very um, well sculpted. Like they yes. get a lot of lunges. I like their butts. I like big butts. In fact, their butts are the same size as their feet. But that's okay. They're nice colors. And they have tiny butts. All right, so here are your drinks. Now, okay. I have to come back over to this side. How fucked up are you gonna get me off of a shot? No, no, no. These aren't these aren't shots. This is just you're sampling a drink in Good. shot I size nice. because you're gonna sample more than one. Monday okay. samplers. So you yes, can go Monday ahead and try. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, darling. Tastes like maple syrup. It has Crucian Blackstrap, so there's mm. a good reason for that. Yeah. I like it. I thought the um, blackstrap would add that sort of fall mapley mm-hmm. sort of flavor. Yeah, it's sour and mapley. Yep, sour. I like it. Mapley. Could you imagine? This would be good in a punch. You could have like one or two glasses over a night. I could because I like sour things. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. It'd be good on waffles too. <laughs> Drenched. Just serve Drenched. some waffle sticks on Drenched the side to waffle. dip it in. That'll be your garnish. Maybe you could cook Toasted it, cook it down sticks. into a syrup. See, see now, listeners, uh, drinks don't just happen. You do have to practice a little bit. And so that, that's version one. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you try version two a little bit. But really, will you melt this down? Will you cook this down to make a syrup for waffles? It, the alcohol will evaporate but out. It'll still taste the same. It'll still taste the same. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I could try that. Yeah. Sure. Um, and you know, another thing that people have been saying is, you always have a drink, and you guys listen to music. Can you give us more advice on appetizers? And well, I had uh-huh. some stuff left over from the party that we I'm had the feel other night. All these broccoli. So you know, just oh, cool, on a nice, just like on a nice broccoli. platter. Mm-hmm. I've put yep. out some garden fresh vegetables and some uh, homemade uh, Ooh, ranch dip mm-hmm. and some skewered uh, melon. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like to do with the melon, I like to do only one melon on a skewer because people either kind of love or hate each of the melons. So yeah, for example, I hate, I hate. You don't like honeydew. Yes, I, I hate, hate all melon. And, but I love cantaloupe. And I don't care for the watermelon as much, but I love mm-hmm. cantaloupe But and you're honeydew. also just saying that you like to segregate things. 
Yeah, yes, that's exactly oh, yeah. what I'm saying. Whore. So, <laughs> listeners, you're, whether you're having four people over or 24, um, you can throw out some nice fresh fruit. You can skewer sure. fruit so people can pick it up and walk with it. Uh, and then, as far as you know, vegetables go, make some dip with real ingredients. So, for example, just sour cream, chopped chive, uh-huh. salt and pepper to taste. And if you want, you can throw in minced garlic. Stir it up. Let it set for 30 minutes because a good dip needs to melt. melt. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. And it is a good dip. I really like it. Thank you. I'm glad you like it. Can so you, you tell? I'm like, mm, more veggies. No, that's okay. I want us to I want us to eat all the healthy snacks that we have in front of us. Well, we do have a, a good number of things to talk about this all week. Right. For those of you who have never joined us in the lounge before, uh, we do start with <laughs> drinks <Gross>. and music, <laughs> sometimes appetizers. We just hope to inspire you and make you feel comfortable at home. Hopefully we don't eat and snack too much on the microphone. I haven't had dinner. Okay, so you might hear a lot of chewing and I, I apologize mm-hmm. ahead of time. We had a very meager dinner. <laughs> meager? And very an interesting meager. Monday. <laughs> We're recording on Monday and I hear we've had an interesting one at that. Starshine said she might be grumpy. I'm just Mom. tired. It's Monday. Oh, okay. Aww. After a fun weekend. Well, I'm going to go dig up the mail sack, and we're going to hear what some listeners have the had Chargers to say. Chargers lost yesterday, assholes. Ha ha. Oh, I don't, I don't well, know what okay. that Well, that's okay. The means. Raiders did, too, so you can ha ha me back. So we'll get the mail sack. And stab anybody either. We'll answer some questions. And Maybe we'll, we'll answer your questions. And we'll try another drink. I oh, yet. so chug the rest of this one, and we'll try another drink. We'll be right back. I want to compare and contrast them, though. Tiki mail. <sighs> Towards the microphone, Kayline. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. Let's see what we've got here. Oh, God, it's another dry sack. It is. Uh, oh, did you want me to. You need a lotion. Did you want me to shake up the second drink first, or did you want me to read the mail first? Why don't you shake up the second drink so I can compare and contrast it? Okay, yeah, well, I'm just going to shoot the rest of this one. And oh. lotion up that sack of yours. Yeah, it's itchy. Hey, why are you so demanding? Because it's Monday. Well, this next drink, um, this one is more of a deep, deep purple, but uh, in a punch Ooh. bowl with ice, it looks You black. can't tell in the dark when you have like 50 exactly. gallons of fog machine going off. Yeah. So this one is more, I think it's, it's a little more fruity. Okay. It's got some spice in it. Okay. Um, not my spice rum. Not the rum okay. we use in Kehlani's Punani. Mm, that's special. It is. <laughs> Takes months and months to uh, perfect. Well, I have some, uh, you You know, doing whatever it does for Christmas. (laughs) It's about as purple as that. What's the purple otter pop? Isn't there a purple otter pop? Oh, it's Sir Isaac grape. Is that the right? No, Sir Isaac lime. Sir Isaac lime. So grape is the grape one is. I can't remember. Oh no, I can't remember. Punch is my favorite. Little orphan orange. Uh Sir Isaac lime. Louis blue raspberry. Wow, you guys are great. Little Orphan Orange. And, and we can't remember the grape one. The grape is Alexander the Grape. Yes, Alexander <laughs> the Grape. It was too easy. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say the grape gap. Poncho Punch <laughs> is my favorite. So before... Mm. So before we have, uh, before we look it? at the look into the mail sack, go ahead and try the drink. Let's see what you think of number two. I don't like number two. You don't like it? No. Mm. What do you think, Kaylani? It tastes more watered down. Hmm. I was trying to go for a slightly root beer-esque I'm going to try again. Maybe it's just too sweet. Okay. I can see the slightly root beer-esque, but it has almost a little cough syrupy. Yes, that's it. It's not the root beer-y part. There's a cough syrupy part to it. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's the ingredients I use to make it black. NyQuil? Um, no. <laughs> There's some blue curacao and some uh, almond liquor in there. Uh, and those are one bright uh, red, one yeah. blue, yeah. which gives you purple. And then you throw right. in a uh, black strap, which adds black, and yeah. it just kind of turns black. But. I think I like the first so one. We'll, okay, I like the so, first one better, too. So I've written down the recipes, of course, and then we'll we'll try and stick with uh, number one and then tweak that and or number uh, one try is another cleaner. one. Try another yeah. one next mm-hmm. week. Number one, actually, I mean, it has character to it. Number mm-hmm. two is watered down cough syrup. Wow, don't make him cry. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's okay. That's, that's why I'm trying it on Without you Without the effects of the cough syrup. So, first from the mail sack. It, it isn't as bad. Cough syrup makes me vomit, so at least it's not that bad. One of our listeners was commenting on some jello we've been discussing, and mm-hmm. he said, mm-hmm. Black cherry jello, I miss you. I live east and north in Montreal. I don't know where I would find the black cherry. I had kind of assumed it had been discontinued as it disappeared from the shelves here. 
Did you post a picture of it? No, I didn't. I'm afraid I didn't. It's if you like Jello, mm -hmm. you can check on this girl's blog. She is going to publish a book. Um, and and she calls herself the Jello Mold Mistress of Brooklyn. Wow! And look at that, that Jello mold right there. Thing. That I is swear, quite it's a jello work mold. of art. It looks like it has every color of Jello in it, with creamy layers in between. Yeah. Now it's that's a work the part of that I, like I am it. bad at. So if somebody would give me a little tip on how do I get the creamy layer in between and separate them all without mm -hmm. mixing? Okay. First of all, it's it's the heavier is on the bottom, so the creamy layer is on the bottom because it's obviously that's upside down. When that's the mold. The, sure. Right. Mm -hmm. So what you're going to do is you're going to do, you're going to basically let it settle before you... Into the microphone, honey. You're going to let it settle. <laughs> well, you're going to do I don't one layer. have all the magical parts, but you're going to do a layer at a time. Yeah. With, you know... The... Sure, I figured you have to do a layer yeah. at a time, yes. but and I'll have to read up on that. You do. But I want to do one like that. That is like perfection. I don't. I could not do that. Yeah. that and it's so perfection. glossy and moundy. It's like so, one yes. time for his senator's I want birthday. I a piece of art like that. He asked for a bomb, an ice cream bomb cake. Do you know what that is? Oh yeah, yeah. Cake with like, and it had like five layers of ice cream, and mm -hmm. it was Martha Stewart one. It took me three days to make. Wow. Because you had to make that, let the ice cream set, and then do yeah. another right. layer, and let it set, and then do another layer, and then the cake, and the. Wow. It's the same process though. You're gonna do a layer and yeah. let it set. And well, then you I'll do a try. layer and let it set. So thank you for that comment about the black cherry jello. And yes, you can and find it here in the, the lower layer. United States. I, I don't know about uh, Montreal. They don't get black cherry. Uh, this next one, Aloha Sunshine. Hope all is well. This one comes from uh, Pete. Pete, uh, who is in the Revomatics. Yes. You can check them out on Ooh, MySpace great. or check the link on this week's show. It says, we're throwing our pre-Halloween tiki party. And I was wondering if you could possibly send me another recipe for a seasonal Halloween cocktail. Witch's Minge was a big hit last year. Mm. We plan on putting the concoction into a witch's cauldron and serving with a ladle, maybe some dry ice, yada, yada, awesome. yada. Very nice. Um, That'll be awesome. So, well, Pete, as you heard, uh, I'm practicing with my black drinks for this year. So last year, yes, the Witch's Minge was a fleshy pink. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. <laughs> and it, it was, was tasty, very wasn't mingy. it? Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> it was very mingy. Uh, well, so I get learned some medication for that. prior to last year, I didn't know what minge was, and so I got excited and made a drink and mm -hmm. called it Witch's Minge. And you know what retro minging is now, right? No. It's animals that pee and they shoot backwards when they pee. Retro no. minging. Oh, that's right. That's it is. Right. I only wish my dog would do that. Yes. He pees all over himself. <laughs> he pees all over himself. And I don't remember what paws. animals those are, but that is re what retro minging is. So, Pete, is. we appreciate the question, and rest assured, I, I am working happens. on no, a Halloween cocktail no. that would be good enough to serve we at everybody's swap. party. I mean, we're not swap, but we women would be better to retro so minge. We're sorry, better. Pete, but retro minging is so. Such a good topic. Right I just now. wanted to talk about your punch or your yeah. drink, and they want to talk about pissing backwards. If we could pee backwards, I mean, we wouldn't really have to like sit on <laughs> toilet seats so or anything. You just we kinda... could be like you, but just turn around the other way. Yeah. This, this last email comes from Casey. Casey says, "Aloha." Just shoot the moon and <laughs> Thanks for telling us about the Velveteen Lounge Kitchen. I love that show. She's cute. But I'm mm -hmm. not sure you have really been eating the Jello things you made. Oh, we have. We have. Yes. That, they sounded pretty gross, and I made a lime olive spam one that no one would oh, even try. Good lord! Oh, but why? I did. Oh, but it did look creepy enough for a Halloween party. Maybe I will nice. make one, knowing nobody will eat it. Yeah. Love the show. See you at Tiki Caliente this year if you make it, Casey. I will eat a lime olive Jello mold, but when you throw that spam in there, I'm not going to eat it. I would totally eat a. Um, yeah, I would totally eat a lime. I think lemon, lemon. and green olive would go better than lime oh. and green olive, though. I really hmm. like olives. Me too. There's got like There's got to be a flavor that goes with green olives. I don't like green olives. I like black ones. Well, I will do. I will do one of the, the Jello mold recipes that use the green olives because yeah. those green olives with the pimento in the middle floating mm -hmm. in the Jello are just so. Cool. I'll eat that, but no, nothing with meat in it. No spam, especially. Well, Casey, thank you. Um, we're gonna. I don't know. We're gonna. But thanks well, for calling thank us. For the thanks shout for calling us and, liars, Casey. And we, we're glad that you like. The, <laughs> we appreciate. We appreciate being called liars. The Velveteen Lounge Kitchen. We turned on at least one person to the show. It's mm -hmm. not now a few wait, others. I do have to say, it on. From what Starshine was just saying, we had to eat that freaking yellow shit with the macaroni and mayonnaise. Yeah. Don't. Oh my god. We really did eat it's it. It's on video. It's on video. Check out the video. Okay. Well, to be fair, it's on video of cutting it up. Are we really seen eating it? 
Um, no, because we didn't show our heads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why he thinks, or Casey, Maybe. I don't know if Casey's a boy or girl. I don't mm-hmm. know, but. It's Casey, Casey. Maybe that's why he or she Casey, thinks that we didn't no. really do it. No, no, we, we, we ate that shit. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see here. Was that it for mail? It was. So that's- if you'd like to send us mail, you can send that to mail at zentikilounge.com. Mm-hmm. You can go on Facebook. And you can go to Zen Tiki Lounge there and you can send us some comments, which we are going to read some answers to some questions from okay. last week when we asked. What else? Oh, you can do our new voicemail line, which no one has yes. done yet. Yes. Ooh, I'll, I'll do our voicemail. So, line. no, you cannot dial it from a phone <laughs> number yet. You have to uh, go on Skype, uh-huh. look oh, for Sunshine right. Tiki, and Skype. leave me a voicemail. Let's just give them my work voicemail and they can. <laughs> I'll give them my work <laughs> number and they can call and leave messages there. Or. No, I don't think we should do that. <laughs> I don't think we should do that. So so you know how to get a hold of us. We hope that you do. And just know that if you leave a voicemail or an email or a tweet or something on Facebook, we're probably going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. You're scaring the people. No, but I'm just being honest. I think I that's appropriate. No, you're so, right. So let's go find let's go find the rest of the show. We have plenty to talk about. Yay. Ooh, and a quick little a quick little update on some tiki events. Uh, one that's coming soon, one that is next May, and I'm very excited about it. So, uh, I don't know. What do you say? Should Let's I... see. It's in May. I have a guess. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, Tiki Kelly. You're right. You're right. Should I should I mix up some more drink? Or are you okay? I'm okay. I'm okay. Oh. It was good. So but, I'm um, going so really to have some then. Okay, we'll yeah, be right back. Yeah, we have work. Ladies, yes. you know you know what I was thinking about? What? That we're finally going to talk about something that I've teased listeners about for a while, and, and it was you in response to a question. A yeah. Well, they said, Starshi- or Sunshine, mm-hmm. Starshine, you're Starshine. I am. I'm Sunshine, you're Kaylani. Said, Sunshine. Oh, you know us all. You, t- you talk about all these things that you have in your tiki bar and things that you collect and such, and you don't seem mm-hmm. to talk about very many of them. Well, I, we're going we're gonna to rummage into my matchbook collection today, oh, and we're going to yeah. see where I've been. Well, because I've been lots of places, and and we had asked listeners previously on a Facebook survey, what would you collect? Coasters, matchbooks, shot glasses, yeah. schwizzle sticks, etc. Et I like ashtrays. Uh, ashtrays mm. are nice, but you usually have to steal them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. I didn't say whether or not you'd pay for it. My drink is gone. Specification. So, well, I do matchbooks, and so I'm going to reach in here now. There, this first one that I grabbed is the Mermaid Lounge. Mm. This is at a this is at the Silverton Casino in Las Vegas. And you do and like the Mermaid Lounge. They have of real course. jellyfish and mm. tanks around, and I really like it. What did you pull out, Kayla? Corks, the best matchbook ever. Oh, Corks Bar and Grill. That was the Star Trek Bar and Grill in Vegas, mm-hmm. and they made those warp core breach and James T. Kirk drinks that came mm. in the giant fishbowl yes. with dry ice, and we would suck them down and then get totally lit and sing Klingon karaoke. And overly nice. Acted waiters would would stalk you. Oh, that's yeah, that's true. Yes, because they yeah yeah cling on and bored. They were a little too into the. Well, here's a nice one: Frankie's Tiki Room in Las Vegas. So another one from Las Vegas. Yeah, we had some drinks there. So far, we've had all the Vegas matchbooks. Well, where's that? Planet Hollywood once again. So another Vegas. A lot of these are Vegas Vegas casinos. And here's Mandalay Bay, Las Vegas. Oh, what What do you got there? I got Crucian. Oh, Crucian rum. So that was just one of the rum tastings I went to. They were giving away mantis. Now, here's one that I only have one of these, and I'm sorry I didn't get extras. The Sahara Hotel (laughs) Casino, which just closed and hopefully will be imploded soon. Yes, I can't wait. So I'm glad I have that one. Kaylani, what do you got? Do they have any dates for anything? Any blowings? No dates, no dates. I can't see everyone, but it's just Chateau Maman. Oh, yeah, that's in Los Angeles. In LA. That's a fancy spot in Los Angeles. Now, here's one of my all-time favorites, the Mai Kai in Fort Ooh, Lauderdale, Florida. Nice. This place is tiki heaven. If you have a chance to go to the Mai Kai, you have to go. Go and steal their matches. And see, that's why I love matchbook collections, because it helps me bring back memories of the places I've gone. And, um, and then I have to remind myself that if I'm ever without a lighter... Or the the matches I do want to use. Don't use these matches no, because, because once matches. you strike them, it's ruined. Is this koi? Koi, koi yes, it's a restaurant. Koi. Okay. Yeah, I that's a Los there. Angeles restaurant, but they're kind of all over the I place. Been there. Here is one from a place that is extinct, and it was the Venus Lounge, and they had a very mid-century pop 
sort of Les Baxter, Esquivel sort of vibe Ooh. to the place. It was at the Venetian in Las Vegas. Uh-huh. And nice. it closed after a short time, but it was a nice little nightclub lounge for a while. And apparently you were the only one that liked it. Ah, apparently. Batista's yeah. hole in the wall. Oh, Batista's has lots of spaghetti. Yes. And that place, they've got the... House wine. 90-year-old uh, accordion goodness. player. Yes, who he will come to your table even if you say, no, thank you. And to which Joe and I go, look, bitch, we had to play the accordion you when we were little. Joe. Don't play all it for these, us now. All these memories. Oh, they know his name. <laughs> Anybody playing accordion music reminds me of being eight with a hundred pound accordion in my lap. So a hundred pound accordion. Those things are heavy. French seventy five. I used to like French seventy five. They closed. Yeah, they're yeah. gone now. And what do we have here? Silverton. With the mermaid bars. Yeah, it is. Oh, yes. and okay. Now here's the last one. I think we need to be done. We don't want to okay. bore the listeners too much. Yes. We've already. This bored. one is from the Rum Bar. Mm-hmm. Also a Las Vegas uh, hotspot. And it's R-H-U-M-B-A-R. Mm-hmm. Rum bar. And they make really good rum drinks. They have a great rum selection. They do some great um, Cuban-inspired stuff. It's not just tiki. Uh-huh. Uh, but they do. It's a $40 uh, scorpion that comes in this giant, the biggest bowl I have ever seen. Bigger than a warp core breach? Bigger than a oh, warp core breach. Oh, might have to get one of those. Uh, it was, it's awesome, and it's a great drink. I have the recipe on one of their coasters because the bartender was nice enough to give it to me. You have to I do, tipped him very well for that. You but. have to do a salute to our friends for yeah. the uh, Potawatomi here. Oh, uh, no, yes. you, you call this the... I don't know how you call it. What you say? Potawatomi. Tommy. I think that's okay, what it is. Tommy yeah, Tommy. so that's in yeah, that's in Milwaukee. Yeah, and Pete and Kelly took us there when we were in town, and I thought it was a pretty good casino. It was nice and big. It's one of the largest casinos in the country. So uh, we, some some collections like some collections can be kind of interactive. So just like you might go through a photo album and go like, oh, remember that? You can do the same with matchbooks, uh-huh. and uh, and then they kind of remind you of that night. I do it with Christmas ornaments. Christmas ornaments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess you could do it. I with buy that an too. ornament every time I go on vacation. Not Aww. to Vegas, though, where I'd have like 500 we, ornaments. We kind of do that same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and I think that that's kind of fun to do, too. All I right. have my grandmother's ornaments, so I'd kind of do that with her. So now I want a, a quick shout out to some of those tiki events that are coming. The one that is going to be, well, the only one in October in the entire country that I know about. It's called Going Primitive. And this mm-hmm. is a kind of a sister event to Tiki Caliente. It is a one-time event from the people that brought you Tiki Caliente and Mojave Oasis. Uh, There is a very limited edition mug, which is a monkey with a giant fez on his head. And the monkey looks gruesome. It's awesome. So you can go to tiki-caliente.com and find the link there for Going Primitive. Uh, The event is not quite sold out yet, but it's it's just about there. And it's not a big event. So if you want to go... Out in the, it's out in the Mojave. It's in Newberry Springs, in the desert wow. here in California. They've got a, they've got a little lake, and they've got like and a trampoline and a swing to get fl- fling yourself into the water. And, and you bar. can bring your camper, your trailer. They've got a bar out there mm-hmm. with I think a mermaid theme wow. or an under the sea theme. It's a very cool under spot. Under the sea. Uh, what else? They're sponsored by Primo Beer, Appleton Rum, and Asombroso Tequila. This event is the ultimate. Band for your buck event. Hula girls, ding dong devils, uh, costume party, trailer, tent crawls, all kinds of things. Ooh. Sales at uh, tiki-caliente.com. So go check it out. Don't know if I'd want to do a tent crawl. Now on the Tiki Caliente note, down where it's they've wet. announced the dates for the next one. This is Tiki Caliente 4. Yes. It is going to be May 18th and 20th, 2012 in beautiful sunny Palm Springs, California. Mm, I, had, I had such a good time this previous year. Because it is, it is a smaller event, and you really have a chance to just chat with people. And whether it be in the pool or at the room party. Mm-hmm. Now, Kaylani, you haven't been to this one yet, have no, you? No, I haven't, but Palm Springs is muy caliente. See? And you're combining, you're combining several of my favorite things. Sun, pool, tiki. Alcohol. And casinos. And casinos, yeah. There oh, are yes, two casinos, casinos right there in town, and that's amazing. I yes. love that. So, rock your calendar wow, for that May. was crunchy. Maybe celery shouldn't be allowed. <laughs> Maybe, yes, no, celery is hereby forbidden on the podcast. Oh, go, so yum. go back to the softer vegetables like broccoli. I don't like it raw. Yes, you do. It's good for you. <laughs> oh, we're talking about broccoli. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, what else? What else we got here? Now, Kaylani, you you had kind of a a heavy subject maybe that you wanted to discuss and. You were mentioning that parents create bad students. 
And this is totally yeah. not tiki, but we're gonna we gotta Parents discuss it anyway. Parents create bad. In, the, I'm tired of the the sense of of uh, entitlement. Well, like by get. the students. Yeah. Well, by children that become like okay, yes. Why don't you explain? Okay. And why don't you explain into the microphone? Okay. Well, because <laughs> I had the tiniest piece of of a celery left. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it it just annoys me to no end. And concerns me a great deal, actually, that we have these, um, you have a, a, a situation with children these days where, and it's all, now, I happen to serve a community that is insanely underserved, one of the most underserved areas in the country. But um, this happens in the upper, up upper echelons of society in all walks of life you see it over and over and over again what do you parents enabling their children and it starts in my feeling it's not necessarily starts but a large part is in school i'm tired you know when i was in school there was this idea that and with all the teacher bashing that has gone on in the media lately um it's it's getting worse and the point is that you know a child acts out in school a child doesn't do their work and the excuse they should be disciplined. comes and the excuse and and that's fine but when you're under when an educator is undermined by a parent who thinks that their child they're ex, you know they lie for their child and i'm not saying all parents are like this i'm saying there is a group a of good parents number, probably a, yes and it's growing and that's where entitlement comes from i hear parents complaining about the sense of entitlement that these kids have and then as soon as their child's in trouble they come in and they want to rescue them from the consequences of their child's choices and it happens with like can you give an ex- yeah an example okay. of what what are their when are the parents stepping in and not allowing the children to deal with consequences okay a child going and um oh gosh like bringing a mai tai to third grade <laughs> and sharing okay. it with the class and then the parents step in and say well we had a party last night no, no, and johnny like- poured that into his thermos instead of the capri sun it's Sorry, go on. Excusing, like, if they don't do homework, the parent calling, oh, well, he had a hard night. Yes. And enabling Right, because we not... kept him up late exactly. going to the movies. Well, or, no, but it or could or be they anything. Have, or, or the children are overbooked because they have practice for, like, four different sports or whatever. What is that about parents wanting to put their kid in five different sports now? They're retarded. It's, yeah. I mean, I feel like people are vicariously They're living through their kids. Their kids don't need to play five right. different sports at a time you know what i would do if i had a and child then, i would look at the child and i would say what do you want to play mm-hmm. and if they couldn't think of anything i would not be that parent would be like you're going to do baseball you're well, going to do football sometimes you you're going to do kid gymnastics that doesn't want to try anything because they're scared right? well and that's true to... i mean nudging is good yeah but completely making the decisions for them and because i i have a feeling that most kids that are involved yeah. in multiple sports and multiple clubs and things they didn't necessarily Oh no, they're not asking. But yeah. some of them do. I'll say I, I will say so I've known some kids that do. They want to be overbooked. But what I'm really referring to is that I it's it's a concept and it's something that I've seen in which they continuously make excuses. And you see, I had a I had a friend that was a teacher and she had um, she worked in an affluent area. She had a girl in her class that ditched, that was at school for 25% She should of the be burned year. at the stake. 25% <laughs> of the school year for the student. The father came to the school and told the principal, like, my child cannot fail. No, this is not acceptable. There's no reason for her to fail. Even and did the principal do his or her job and say, too bad, your no, child fails? No, the principal went to the teacher and said, you must change the grade because he threatened to withdraw the student and which had younger siblings. And and stop fun stop their contributions well, to the school. They're paying for the school. So and can so I... they and it's not a pot. It was not a private school. This was a public school. So I just want to make a statement about that situation, and this could mirror a lot. At some point, it was the school system itself, mm-hmm. the leaders themselves, who at some point started bowing down to these requests because I know I when I was in school from, they didn't bow down to these requests. No, but I will tell you where that comes from. But it they never from, had to start saying yes. No, because it comes from over the over litigiousness of like the exceedingly litigiousness of this of of people So let the parent for so everything. let the parent go pay for a lawyer to fight a grade. And they win. They win. 
See, this I have not heard of. No, well, they, it happens, they win. It they, happens when you get to college now, too. Why do you think we have ridiculous, too? ridiculous laws in school where you, you, and everybody's afraid to do certain things that are in kids' best interest because why? Because somebody somewhere sued for something and now there's, and it's, it happens in corporations and everything. Now, I did hear about the, um, the overweight male child whose parents sued a school district for him because his teacher would make him participate in PE. So, I think that's ridiculous. So the child had no like health waiver to say this child shouldn't exercise, mm-hmm. right? And so the teacher was saying, no, you have to go. You have to at least jog. I'm not going to allow you to walk. You're perfectly healthy. Your doctor says there's nothing wrong with you. You need to at least jog. Right. You can't walk. And then the child... Went home and complained, and his parents sued the school district for, That's I quote, what I'm talking about. for, I quote, this is awesome. It's very awesome. Our child obviously has man boobs, and when the teacher makes him jog, they flop up and down, and everyone makes but fun of him. This is exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> parents. That's awesome. That's the exact behavior I'm talking about. That is exactly what I mean. So I have to also ask our legal community, I have to ask the judge. Thank you, yes. Well, by the way, the judge threw it out. Good. Which is awesome. But I have to ask, was the judge tempted to say, well, Mr. Man Boobs, uh, or Mr. Parent of Man Boobs, uh, have, have at any point you thought you might watch what your child eats or tell him to exercise? No, I'm wondering then, if they know, said that. This poor child whose parents have fed yes. him ding-dongs and not allowed, uh-huh. made him exercise is suffering for what his parents' decisions right. are. So because this poor little seven-year-old has moobs and is being made fun of... Is moobs know, better than man boobs? Yes. That moobs is, moobs is shorting. Okay, shorting. all right, yeah, I guess This so. is his, what his parents did to him, and I know I guess that's right. enabling, but a seven-year-old does not have the concept of what is right and wrong to He's eat. It's a product of his environment. Not yet, no. Well, so, but I, you know, the entitlement I, I think they start see. to, because my nephews... They they know that fruits and vegetables are more important. Well, sure, than but they don't cookies. know how much they're supposed to eat and what's an appropriate That's amount of food they to don't. eat. It's different. Right. You know, they think they're they're bored. And no, they're I I I know kids firsthand that actually believe that when they eat um, when they eat cocoa puffs, it's a good breakfast. It's well, the box breakfast. says it is. It yes, says it contains nutritious. thirteen minerals and because and because it's not a, it's not a or a, a a coke. I mean, literally a coke. And um, a Coke and a, bo- a bag of hot Cheetos is breakfast. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, my biggest struggle is... And McDonald's is, is like an awesome breakfast. Why wouldn't you have that? Balancing my cocktails with the food that I eat. And so the way I do it is some days I I, I have just a light snack. And if I know I'm going to have a party that night. And then, <laughs> then no, you can I'm drink serious. your 3,000 yeah, calories. Yeah, then I can... Exactly. Then sure, I, can I do drink the same 2,000 thing. calories of cocktails. And I, I eat very little. Or I might eat less the next day. Um, but you know, I, I, I manage that and yes, I know that kids don't have all the tools. Well, that's what parents are for. And that's what Kehlani is getting at is that parents are enabling their kids to grow up feeling that if they don't do their homework, they should just complain about it and get out of it. Yes. And lie and lie and lie and parents will enable the lie and they'll tell the lie and they'll know it's a lie and they'll continue to lie. But you know, you don't even know if they're lying or if they genuinely believe that poor Timmy was so tired last, this last week that he couldn't do his homework. Homework, right? You know, it's no, like I understand. I guess if I was a teacher, parenting. I, I, I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care if the child was tired, mm-hmm. and I would say, "Well, you're the parent, and that's your right. fault." Mm-hmm. And and you can do that, and you can do that. What I'm telling you is that then you have to be very careful because you don't. If you are a teacher, you do not want to completely alienate yourself from that child's parent because because well there's a reason I'm not a teacher to, because really, I would alienate yeah, be myself the worst from the parents ever. on the very yes. first day of school but you don't want to alienate yourself from someone that's supposed to be your ally but I'm and not so, capable about being PC about things that I can't mm-hmm. be PC about I just I'm not so that's yeah. I can't have that but you see it in profession. college now too because mm-hmm. parents are parenting longer and if a student goes to school and gets a D or an F because they've never shown up to class. It's not the student that calls the teacher to complain about the grade. It's the parent. Right. But professors will not talk to parents because the people are adults. Good but for parents, them, right. But yeah. parents call. And I think it's interesting in that every year during the summer we have new student orientation. When I went to new student orientation, when I, in Your parents weren't allowed 93, to go. 93, they did not go. My right. mom put me in a car and said, I didn't go with my son. But, but people do. 
Kehlani, they go, yeah, they do. you know, for every 300, every and day we have 400 students, before. we have 300 parents every single day that go with their kids. And it's I guess disgusting. in a way, you know, they want to see how their kids' lives are and they go see the school and send them off, but it should end there after orientation. Yeah. You what know? happened to parents just sitting at home and going like, finally, they're going away to college. Oh, now go. Send them yeah. off. Yeah. But, but mm-hmm. those, those, some of those parents are, you know, you're like, okay, at least they're involved. And then the other side of that is though, as long as there's, I, I the, the, this the horse accountability, is yeah, it is. Okay. This, so back to Facebook. <laughs> Yay, Facebook. We have some questions from Facebook. Uh, the first one comes from uh, Edwin Why Garcia. Why two different colors? What two different colors? Your bottle of alcohol is dark on the bottom and green on the top. What are you talking about? Right there. Uh, I don't know what you're pointing at, really. There's a lot. There's like 200 see. bottles back there. It starts with a P. Oh, Pessoa. That's yeah. a it's a slate black bottle. You can't actually see through it. Mm, no, I, the one next to it to the right. That's, that's Midori. No, it's not. I don't know. Anyway, so Edmund <laughs> Garcia says, oh, could you tell us about some fun tiki terms or some tiki history? I like well, t- I like tiki ho. Well, I'll start with I'll start with a word that I think we're all familiar with and sometimes people misuse it, but the word kitschy. Mm-hmm. So what does the word kitschy mean to you ladies? Oh, if you collect things that are kind of retro but have a little twist to them. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they can't that's just included. be anything from the 60s. It's got to right. be something that mm-hmm. maybe is a little different definitely. or unique. Or... Yeah. Now, the, web, uh, the Merriam-Webster Dictionary describes kitschy as something that appeals to popular or lowbrow taste mm-hmm. and is often of poor quality. Yeah, I could agree with that. Oh, yeah. okay. But uh, we do look at kitschy as a positive like, adjective these like days. Like matchbooks. Yes. Now here's another definition. Um, tacky or lowbrow, bad condition, teetering on the brink of kitsch. So, so, so that's kind of you know if you think about it. So we use kitschy as a way to say like, oh, that's so cool. Remember that old beer? Or remember when ashtrays used to be uh, shaped like kidneys? Kidneys. Or mm-hmm. uh, a gold a gold velvet couch was cool. Yes. Or um, hanging pendant lamps were the thing. But they or, have to be orange. They can't be a new. They can't be a new spin on. Right. It. That's true. Yes. So yes, it's, it's Nagahide and linoleum. It's modern pop if it's been recreated. It's if it's kitschy, it has to be the original mm-hmm. from that time period, the fifties mm-hmm. or sixties, maybe. So let's look at let's look at another word. Uh, well, just tiki. The word tiki, as in mythology, is a male figure in Polynesian myth, sometimes identified as the first man, a wooden or stone image of a Polynesian god. A Maori figurine representing an ancestor often intricately carved from green stone and worn about as a necklace or talisman. So that's the actual definition of tiki. And then we go on and and we we also add that tiki is the name of a movement and celebration of all that is Polynesian and Polynesian kitsch and pop. And then that includes a lot of different things. And usually but, just from a certain time period. Right. Yeah. So it, it could be, you know, a tiki can be considered, you know, strict carved tikis and the mugs and maybe the tiki drink, which is a stiff rum drink with citrus in it. Uh, but it really, it has broadened and it is so much more. And along that note, exotica which mm-hmm. is, you know, the music that we tend to listen to the most. By strictest definition, um, Exotica is of Polynesian, Afro-Caribbean, and Hawaiian music uh, that were produced by such folks as Les Baxter, Arthur mm-hmm. Lyman, or others of the 50s and early 60s. And so that's changed over time. And then there was space-age bachelor pad music. That was more like uh, Esquivel, and that's music that you would hear in the background of a lot of 60s movies. Mm-hmm. Um, or a great example is the Soul Bossa Nova that uh, is in Austin Powers. That is a great example of space age bachelor pad. But then there's jet set pop and there's the now sound and there's cocktail music and there's all these things. So th- these are all things that you can find online. But, you know, I thought I would just start with those few for Edwin and kind of talk about them a little bit. Maybe we can talk about more definitions in the future. Or some Because I know some people don't understand. Well, they say something, I want something kitschy, but then they don't really know what it is. Well, Kehlani can give us words to study at home. And then when we don't know them <laughs> next week, she can That'll call my parents test. and yell at me. Now, one of our yeah. one of our listeners uh, asked a very inappropriate question, and we're going to ask it, but we don't we won't answer it because the person it was asked to is not here. Oh, or just asked ask if the curtains match the. Raul drapes? said, 
Can you oh, ask cool. your vegan or your resident vegan if vegan girls swallow? I've always wondered. Now, the reason that, that Raul asked this question is, mm-hmm. um, I'm not sure he's capable of conversation that doesn't involve the penis or vagina. And I would mm-hmm. say that she doesn't because she'd be swallowing an animal byproduct. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. And well, and she's and I would uppity. say she doesn't because she doesn't give And it's off. live. It's a live. Yeah. It's a live culture. <laughs> yeah. So we say she doesn't, but we're going to let her answer that for herself <laughs> on the next podcast. So Raul, thank you for your dirty. That would comment. be a good excuse for a vegan. I won't uh, swallow that because it's you live. said it was. I like how there were other things, but you said that, and yet you said that it was inappropriate, and yet you chose to include it. <laughs> no, 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 because we never said we were appropriate. <laughs> it's anyway. true. Now it's this, true. this is another and one George from, is never from Edwin, and no. he says spices for drinks. What must you have in your bar besides? Cinnamon. Well, that's salt. a great drink. Cloves. Uh, well, yes, you do need to have salt for and margaritas or bitch. other salt rim drinks. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to have nutmeg. Nutmeg, nutmeg yeah. does go on the top of a good no. number of drinks, especially in the Don the Beachcomber cloves. recipe book. You need cloves to put in the alcohol to You do. Cloves are very, very good. So we've got clove, cinnamon, nutmeg, and salt. And those are all good ones. Star anise (laughs) is another good one. Um, Um, Well, you like it or you don't. mm -hmm. But um, And and those are things that kind of go in cocktails. So now if you're making your own spiced rum, for example, which I highly recommend, you could put so many different things in there. Yes, a vanilla bean. Uh, you could add coriander, mm-hmm. cracked black pepper, white pepper, uh, all kinds of stuff. Cardamom. Did I say that already? Cardamom? No, you didn't. No. So those are some examples of things that I might also include in a spiced rum. But for the drinks, I would stay. you can stick with just a few. Clove, cinnamon, nutmeg, and salt. <laughs> that would be good. What are you talking about, Kayla? She's talking about her damn bottle again. Just, just keep oh. going on. It's driving me crazy. Can just show go you on. We'll after. Show you. Deal with it okay. after. <laughs> so, well, Edwin, thank you for that. Now, um, thank you, Edwin. One last, okay, one last comment was... Was it from Raul again? No. Oh, okay. was, it was, it's to the ladies, and it, it, mm. it, and it is. We know that you guys just come in for the drinks. Yes. But no. if if there were no drinks, would you still come? Yes. Yeah, but you'd bitch until we came in. <laughs> Well, that's fair. I love, I love sunshine. <laughs> I'd insist on, on a, a cup of coffee day. at least when it's cold. A coffee, outside. okay. We and we need to have some coffee drinks here in the lounge no, because we don't. I have bottles and bottles okay. and bottles of coffee liquors of liquors that's of various nasty. Uh, liquor. Liquor. Uh, yeah, when you do that, we need make to use me them. Su- give me my punani. I have come here that. many times when you have not made drinks. Yes. Well, not for the show. Oh, but. okay. Yeah, right. Not not for the podcast. No. Okay. What else? Uh, we we have some more stuff here. Okay. Um, oh, the pressure. Hurry up. Llamas. The most wonderful sea creature of all. They are very mystical. Starshine's brother-in-law yes. got awesome. extremely inebriated at her sister's party. <laughs> awesome. I didn't even know if he was extremely inebriated. I'm I think pretty sure he was. And I, and I turned on the video camera and I said, hey, what's your name? What if you were a sea creature? What sea creature would you be? And he said, "A llama." (laughs) And then he repeated it back to himself as to reassure to himself that llamas are sea creatures. Uh, And Mm -hmm. he was very inebriated. And um, I think drunk people say fun things. And I guess the next day on the way home from wherever they spent the night, he had to stop in a church parking lot and vomit. Awesome. And it was Sunday, so I assume that. So I'm pretty sure that that indicates that he was definitely inebriated when I I asked that question. But I just thought I would bring bring that up as kind of a, well, a fun little thing that drunk people say is uh, a llama. And my favorite thing is that, what, two days later, was it? No, a week later when when we saw him, he was actually telling us how... Yes, llamas are the be- the most awesome sea creature. <laughs> Probably because uh, Sunshine over there had mentioned yes, it he to did. him. Yes, he did. <laughs> this is I, true. I like llamas. <laughs> He's gonna keep on saying that as a sea creature. So, ladies, are you are you familiar with maybe some of those places that have the the lamps and things that flicker and it looks like there might be a real flame inside, but it's not. You know, it's it's. Uh, uh, what do you call it? An electronic thing that makes the oh, lights okay. flicker. Uh-huh. So it looks like, well, anyway, so, you know, it used to be that it was just places like, you know, like the happiest place on earth that would have things like that. Yeah. But now, you know, any bar, restaurant, or even your own home, you can get the little device that you screw in between the light bulb and the socket and any outlet can have that flickering glow of a candle oh, and the little it's it, it, they the makers of it it's called sim flame s-i-m-f-l-a-m-e dot mm-hmm. com nice. and you can go there and they have several different models and i think this is very cool so i am gonna purchase a, a pair of them 
And I'm going to put them in those can lights up there that are in the bar because I think it would look cool. Flames often go flicker upside down. down. Yes, Yes, I know. I'm going to buy torches and make it look like Harry Potter's castle. Yes, Hogwarts. It's going to look like Hogwarts. Well, so listeners, if you have a tiki bar and you just want to add that something extra, you know, lighting is already key. Mm-hmm. So whether it be behind bar lighting or just keeping the lighting dim, or maybe my office dark is good. <laughs> but uh, a flickering flame effect go. would be very cool. Yes. And so, so yeah, go to simflame.com. And that's not that's something and it's not expensive. Not kitschy. Not kitschy? No, that's not kitschy. No, I guess it wouldn't be considered no. kitschy. It's new. And, no, that's what I'm just saying. So if we're defining kitschy, that would be not well, kitschy. Well, but you know, I think... I, I think, think it depends on how you were decorating. If you made this look like a big mm. cave and it was like a stupid torch coming out. Okay, okay, okay. If you're doing the torches, okay, you got me there. Oh, okay. I gotcha. Yeah. I'm going to uh-huh. poke you right Ooh, now. nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, how much of this is left? Haven't we gone on for two hours again. now? No, I have a... Well, I just... I have a, I have a, a skewer and I decided to, uh, you know, poke uh, her with it. Not uh, if there's honeydew on that. What do you, what oh do you, yeah, I'm allergic. I already <laughs> ate, you're not allergic. I I I all I already ate it. Uh, now there was a there was one other um, was comment there. in your mouth? And it was a listener asking for her husband saying, "I know it's a far it's far off, but Christmas is kind of coming, mm. and I want to get my husband. I want to get mm-hmm. my husband something cool and tiki for Christmas, and I don't know what to get." Well, and she's like, "Any suggestions?" So now here's and this is from Laura. Mm. And here's the thing. I have to know more about your husband. Yeah, but because there's so many things. The do best... you have a Do you have a tiki bar? Do you have no nothing? Well, what's I mean, the best present yeah. you you guys have How ever far gotten? Tiki is he already? You know, honestly, when it comes to me, is it's not. It doesn't necessarily have to be tiki, but I just want more rum. I got my favorite yeah. is the leg lamp from the Christmas story. Oh, that is yeah. nice. Yes, yeah, that's a good present for all. It's it's Italian. <laughs> it's a major it's a major yes. award <laughs> it is very it is very nice um but okay so for example my boyfriend just had his 30th birthday party mm-hmm. and i told everybody he likes he's a jack daniels fiend get him jack daniels he got like 20 bottles of jack daniels of various kinds and he's very happy about that because that'll keep him drinking for at least a month well you got, we got you a tiki tie for christmas last year so, but i do like tiki kitschy stuff mm-hmm. But, um, you know, a good one, and like I said with all the Jack Daniels for my boyfriend was, and this is why alcohol is such a good gift for somebody who drinks, um, is it comes in a glass bottle, hopefully. And that you don't hopefully. mind if they continue to drink. Right. Yeah. If, it comes in, if it comes in a plastic bottle, you shouldn't be buying that as a gift. Well, how about like tiki art? There's some really what good art out there. Oh, there is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, so you, you get somebody a nice rum. Uh, or maybe maybe you I know they have a penchant rum. for uh, a specific uh, flavor, and then you go get them a liqueur mm-hmm. that is that flavor. Because some of those are like $40, $50 a bottle, and people don't necessarily just buy them all. And that's a good gift, but the bottle is glass, so it's 100% mm-hmm. recyclable. You're going to drink the entire contents. There's no waste. There's no packaging waste. That's a pretty good green gift, yeah, I Yeah, I want art. Well, mm-hmm. so here's an artist that I just adore, it's Tiki Tony Murphy. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tiki Tony, he his signature item is he, he kind of does these uh, parrots or toucans with the big beaks. Mm. And he kind of does them up in pastel colors. And you can find All Tiki Tony knows. Murphy on uh, Facebook and check out his art there. Uh, he, that He's a great artist, I think. Um, Eric October, also mm. an artist who does some kitschy, tiki sort of Polynesian uh, pop art that I also fancy a little bit. And did I mention that Tiki Tony is also hot? Oh, is he? Oh, is he? Yeah, Does he paint nude? He's not a bad... No. Well, no, he's not a bad looking guy. Um, I don't care for the handlebar mustache when he grows mm. that out sometimes. <laughs> nothing, says, nothing says but sexy it, but, like a handlebar mustache. But, but he's a good looking guy. So, so uh, Laura, you're going to have to send me next some more specifics. Like, for example, does your husband already have a tiki bar? So that might help. Does he already have... Does it already have lighting? Does he already have, you know, a thatch or... How about a parrot? Uh, does I have he- a parrot... Oh, Not a real one, I hope. Yes, yeah, a real parrot. Oh God! <laughs> I think that is the gift you get for somebody you don't like. They live longer than I you. You'd have to will it. them to somebody. I think that's not a gift to the parrot. Some people like parrots. That's true. If because if the person doesn't know how to care for, so yeah. actually, if the person doesn't know how to care for tropical fish or a parrot, probably not a good gift. Well, you don't know about this man. Maybe he does. <laughs> maybe. Maybe Laura, he already has a sanctuary. Maybe yeah. he's a what's what's the a birder. Is that what they're called? Yes, a birder. A birder? Yeah. I don't know if that's the appropriate name. Mm. A birder. 
Well, the birds go a, in aviaries. Same as a plushie. Yes, they do. But, but you can have a sanctuary where you have, re, I went, like the places where you, you rehabilitate. Is that the same as a parrot? Is that, that the same as been, a furry? Have yes. been mistreated from yes. owners that didn't want them? Yes. Like when people get uh, ducks and chicks for, or for kids on, on Easter and then they let them go in the park. My college yes, roommate had a parrot. Not, not Autumn, but the ones before that. And that parrot yeah. used to get off its stand in the middle of the night if you got up to go to the bathroom and would follow you and bite you. <laughs> And so I can honestly say that I am a bird abuser because I used to kick that parrot across the living room. Oh, my gosh. This is terrible. I had a a friend who had a a large parrot that... um, that he was the most vocal. He had the biggest vocabulary. That I thought you were going to say imagine. vulgar. He was the most <laughs> he, vulgar he, parrot. He was. Mm-hmm. He was honestly the most vulgar parrot you could imagine. I that'd love be, him all. That'd be <laughs> awesome. And he would say, he would literally sit there and he would say, shut up, bitch. Yes. Shut up, bitch. Awesome. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's not bad. Please get him that parrot for Christmas. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> So, well, definitely be careful with the gift, but Laura, send me some more hints so I have something to go on because that's just not enough. It's not. No. Um, So uh, last week on the show, we talked about, uh, well, that little survey we did about, you know, what takeaways do you most like from a bar, whether it be matchbooks or coasters or swizzle sticks. Did you know parrots named their babies? I didn't know this until recently. I'm so sorry to do that to you, but... Thank you, Kaylani. Thank you. Uh, mahalo. And and by by overwhelming vote, the winner of that survey was matchbooks. I think your survey, your thing is but, more interesting than the matchbooks. But we anyway, are not going to make matchbooks. You said what's more interesting? The, the fact that parrots name their young. Yes. Oh. They have special names. So we're not going to do matchbooks because of the cost. So next, the second choice was swizzles. Okay. And I'm glad because uh, the cost of swizzles is not too bad. And then right after that was tiki mugs, glasses, and shot glasses. What about coasters? What happened to the fucking coasters? Coasters came in one of the last, But actually. I would think that would be cheaper than all the rest of them. You do a couple color but print on not, a coaster. it's not necessarily what's well, cheaper. Well, if it's we do shot glasses like. and mugs, they are for purchase. Mm-hmm. If we do swizzles, they are giveaways. Yeah. I, would, I would buy a... Or if we do t- both, there's some of both. A, I would buy a ZTL shot glass and mug. I would. I would buy coasters. So that's what I'm asking is now I need some feedback from people. And I'm going to say if, if you could get, for example, a pair of highball glasses with the ZTL logo on them and maybe maybe some saying that we use here, Mm. I don't know, um, would you purchase a pair of them and would you be willing to pay, let's say, $20 for them? For a pair? For a pair. Let's say $50. Yeah. It depends on how ZTL they are. Are we going to make them... Send those comments them? to Mel at Zentiki Lounge, or I'm going to put the comment on Facebook, and you can post right after that, and just kind of let us know what you think. Because I, I, I want it to be something that I know people will actually use and enjoy. And then you mm-hmm. can, you can have a drink out of it at home with your ZTL swizzle and mm-hmm. our glass, and you can think, you can say to yourself, "I was really there, even though I never was," because it's the tiki bar that lives in your head. Maybe her yes, husband I would like, like that. Would... would like the ZTL mug and swizzle yeah. and Laura? coaster. Yes. Well, we don't have the maid yet. Well, but that's maybe well, that's what about he wants. Like something like this with ZTL on the back. No, that's what we can do. That and that's, that is a shot glass, listeners, for anybody. Yeah, sorry, it's, yeah. A, it's a tiki shot glass, and it's like a ceramic one. It's not clear. Well, we are also taking donations to help us uh, fund the initial budget of whatever this purchase is. It's going to be swizzles or glasses, and just or maybe both, and we'll use the ZTL logo, and they'll be nice. And of course, anyone who donates, anybody who donates, will get. Um, a swizzle and or, depending on the level of your donation, a pair of mugs. Uh, $20 I, would be the minimum donation for a pair okay. of mugs, I'm just going to say. Are we are we buying, like, nice swizzles or are we buying yes. cheap shit? Okay. Well, we're buying nice. They're, they're um, custom, say, custom they, formed and, okay. and decorated. Oh, like the ones from last show. Yes, yes. yes. Okay, okay. Uh, so you can go to zentikilounge.com and click the uh, tip your bartender link and you can... Send us a little donation and uh, we'll, we'll get some glasses tip. and swizzles made. I'm working on it. Mm-hmm. Now, we have a, another little thing going on. And I'm, uh, I know that the folks at Pop Tiki have been very busy making a mm. cat mug for the cats event that is mm. happening. And uh, I see over at the Velveteen Lounge Kitchen, they just finished making a mug for Kelly. Mm. So I hope ours comes next. And it is the Richard mug done in the... 
uh, 50s mod orange. Mm, I like the orange. Yeah. And uh, so they're going to run a few of those, and then we will let listeners know about them so that you can go purchase them. And it's a limited edition color run on these. Ah, So I think that's a great opportunity, and you can snag a mug. and Give me one for Christmas, and I'll get you one for Christmas. There we go. We'll just put bows on. As long as we sell all of the mugs that uh, Pop Tiki makes um, so Mm. that we we prove to them that it's a good partnership. But you can go to poptiki.com. And you can see all of the mugs and wall clocks and a few other things that they do there. I like wall clocks. And they cost a little more because they make them in small quantities. They're not mass produced. And it's very good quality. I love my Richard mug. I know you do. They just call him Moai, Mm -hmm. number 11, I I believe. I just call him Dick. I call him (laughs) Richard or Dick for short Mm -hmm. because, well, I just felt like he needed a name. Yeah. I would have named him Bob. He's he's big. Yes, he is. He's nice. He's quite large. Yeah. That's why I call him. Dick. He's girthy. <laughs> he is. He's, very he's girthy. quite large. Like a coke yes. can. Well, we're at the mm. end. Of, we're at the end of the show. Thank God. Oh my God. Who knew? <laughs> hey, I gave you drink and food. I swear food. we've been yes. talking for two hours. Oh, it hasn't been nearly that long. Well, we're gonna end the show with a lovely, lovely, lovely song. A Another prayer. one from Cheeky Joe's Ocean, not Yay. Orchestra, not Billy Cheeky Ocean. And, Ocean. Right. And the name of the song is none other than Quiet Voyage. Caribbean Dream. Oh. Quiet voice. Caribbean queen? No. <laughs> Quiet. Yeah. Quiet. I think. Now I think we're sharing the same dream. <laughs> I think sunshine saying Quiet. Dream. Quiet voyage is the name voyage, of the song. Sorry. No more love on the run. <laughs> Again, by Tiki Joe's Ocean, the album it, Under the Midnight Sun. So we hope we've inspired you to maybe uh, pick up a, a new CD, a some new away. music for the lounge, <laughs> to fashion yourself a new drink that you've never tried before, and maybe some tips on what to do for some, I don't know. Whatever. Don't In know. the show already. So yeah. uh, thank I you for joining to, us. I have to find out okay. what's One that more. bottle. Let's go. Let's well, go. Right afterwards. Okay. So until next time, mahalo. mahalo.